welcome to the podcast Psychodrama with Nomad Girl. It's me, Jansaya Ahmed Sadek, a nomad girl from Kazakhstan, and I do this podcast in a collaboration with the Psychodrama Association for Europe. In this podcast, you will hear psychodramatists all over the world who share their experience and ideas. Our aim is to make psychodrama world closer. You can find the podcast on different platforms, such as Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, YouTube, Anchor, Spotify, and others. If you want to hear more guests and stories, please support the podcast on patreon.com. The link is in the description. Your help means a lot. Hello, dear Psychodrama world. As you noticed, we're already on our third episode. It means we're continuing our travel through the world and in today's episode we're in North America, United States with Daniela Simmons. Daniela is a founder of Teledrama, which was idea of doing psychodrama online years before coronavirus came. And she mentioned some messages from Morena to the future also about online psychodrama which is truly amazing. I hope you all enjoy it and I know that you're tired of the topic of uh, virus and working online. I really understand you. Unfortunately this is the reality and time we're living in now and we're adapting to it. In hopes we will meet each other in September on in Berlin on a, our annual conference. Also please uh, leave some comments, feedbacks or write me email about your thoughts, what you like, what you don't like. It will give me a huge guidance um, in continuing this project and to feel what is good for you and not. Also, please share it with your colleagues and friends uh, who may not be aware of it yet, uh, because statistics show that not much people know about it yet and listen to it. Uh, but I would really be happy to share it with as many people as possible. So, thank you, and let's start. Hello, Daniela. <laughs> Hello, Jensaya. Uh, yes, this is a um, podcast. It's called Psychodrama with Nomad Girl. Uh, it started when um, I realized that I want to listen for some information when I walk or when I do cleaning, when I'm on bus or somewhere about psychodrama, but I couldn't find Uh, audiobook or something like that so it came idea for me that I can interview people from different parts of the world so people can listen them while they're doing something else I think this is a wonderful idea uh, this is how it came uh, so you're today a guest from the United States of America Uh, I first met you at Russian online conference. How did you start your day? I started my day with uh, attending uh, a playback theater performance. Um, two of um, the Teledrama team members uh, were engaged in this performance. One of them was uh, Uh, directing it uh, so they invited me and it was a wonderful experience mm-hmm. yeah from the morning it's already yes oh. yes yes it was at seven o'clock in the morning oh, wow <laughs> yes uh, every now mostly I think uh, you're known by teledrama for me it's interesting first to meet Daniela behind the teledrama uh, so I heard that uh, you were born in Europe, right? Uh, that is correct. I was born and raised in Bulgaria, in Europe. Mm-hmm. When did you move, move to America? I, I came to the United States in 2000. And uh, I was at age of 30 at the time. 
And uh, in Bulgaria, I was a psychologist. I was issuing uh, a, a journal on mental health. I was the president of the uh, National Association in Mental Health. And, uh, and it was wonderful, but then this opportunity came to me to come to the United States. And I came at first uh, thinking that I'm coming just for three months, uh, then extended and uh, 20 years later, I'm here, I'm American citizen, I work here. So that is how it happened. Yeah, interesting. And when did you meet with psychodrama? Oh, um, I graduated with my first master's degree in social education in 1992. And I started working at first with uh, um, elementary school uh, students. And um, I, started, uh, I started doing some interesting things, different things. For example, uh, uh, I rearranged the desks so that students are sitting in groups instead of just uh, staring at the, uh, at the blackboard. And I was uh, taking them to the park uh, to do some drawing and we will sit around and we will tell each other stories. And one day uh, a colleague of mine told me that some people are coming from Belgium to show something interesting. And so I went, we were maybe a maybe hundred people there. And, uh, and so we saw this uh, presentation and the presentation was held by Chantal Neff and Pierre Fontaine from Belgium. Uh, and I considered them uh, my first trainers because they were the people who introduced me to psychodrama and psychodrama became a very important part of my life. So that was 1994 when I was introduced to psychodrama. Mm -hmm. And then you continued it when you moved to United States? Uh, yes, so uh, between 1994 and 2000, um, I, uh, I uh, finished my training in psychodrama. I was working in a, a French high school, started groups there for students, for teachers, for parents. And later with uh, colleagues, with a group of colleagues, we were traveling around the country, introducing the method. And then in 2000, I came to the United States and for several years, I didn't have chance to practice uh, a lot. Plus that I realized that I need to uh, I need to receive a, a, a new certificate through the American Board of Examiners. So I went through the process again and, uh, and became at first certified practitioner and then therapist, uh, uh, trainer, educator, practitioner, supervisor in the United States. Right. If we talk about teledrama, uh, I read some information on the website. Yeah. Uh, I saw that it was um, developed in 2017. That is correct. Yeah, so it was um, quite two years before, two, three years before pandemic, when yes. everyone was um, in need uh, to swift, to switch to online psychodrama, psychodrama, whatever, right? Everything. But it was before that how that idea came to you? I, um, I created at first uh, another institute. The name is Expressive Therapies Training Institute. And, uh, and I was traveling to other states. And in the summer, I was uh, traveling to Europe to uh, present on psychodrama. I went one time to India as well. Uh, and uh, doing that, uh, but, but I, I was uh, mainly teaching psychodrama here in Dallas area. And uh, Dallas Metroplex is a very large area. 
uh, with uh, 10 million people. And uh, many of my trainees uh, have to drive uh, two, three hours, uh, some of them, in order to come to my office. And in 2017, uh, I started offering also didactic classes for advanced students. And that is when I realized that uh, it is possible to teach didactic, the theory, online. I was already very familiar with Zoom because I was uh, using Zoom for professional meetings. Uh, I'm also the president of the American Society of Group Psychotherapy and Psychodrama. And we have a lot of council meetings and committee meetings. So, so I knew how to use uh, the Zoom video conferencing uh, application. And uh, so that is how I started, just with the idea to offer only the theory. And then I started uh, experimenting uh, in demonstrating row reversal doubling, um, future projection. And little by little, I started realizing that this is possible. And, uh, and uh, at the time, the Zoom, the Zoom application didn't have many of the settings that we have today. Uh, there wasn't uh, breakout rooms, there wasn't virtual background, there were many, many of the settings that we are using today. So it was much, much simpler uh, and I had a lot of time to practice. And, uh, and I started offering uh, at first uh, open workshops to people from United States, but then I opened up to people from around the world and that is when I realized uh, several things. Uh, first, I realized that, uh, that uh, offering action methods, psychodrama and other action methods online is the future of the method uh, or part of the future of the method because um, it is so easier for people who need to travel. Uh, it is less expensive or free. Uh, people don't have to, to, to buy tickets, to stay in a hotel. Um, and, uh, and, and also, also time-wise, uh, if somebody needs to come to, to my office and uh, travel three hours one way, uh, here the alternative is just to finish one, uh, one work assignment that they have and then to move to the Zoom room. So that was the first realization. Uh, then came the most important uh, realization, something that, that I believe it is uh, still and always will be the main goal, the main principle of teledrama, and that is international sociometry. And international sociometry was the, the dream of Dr. Moreno, the founder of psychodrama. He was dreaming people from around the world to be able to get together, to exchange the, the power, the richness of their cultures. And uh, he was, uh, he created a term, society, society versus psychiatry. If psychiatry is healing the psyche, society is healing of the societies. And uh, so uh, in the past, uh, there was, there ha always have been international conferences. However, uh, even international, those conferences have been sometimes unreachable to many people from around the world. And I realized that online, uh, of course, everyone needs to have internet and computer, which is also an obstacle still, but in general, it is easier for people to connect. And, um, and uh, today, uh, today uh, we have had a teledrama people from 69 countries around the world. Mm -hmm. So now your aim is really to 
improve society, right? Uh, yes, that was Dr. Moreno's dream. Uh, it is amazing to see every time in the Zoom room to see people from all over, from South America and North America and Australia and Canada and Europe and Africa and Asia. Uh, and uh, uh, it is just the connection and how sometimes we meet as total strangers and just 30 minutes later um, we start we feel like we we know each other and by the end of the session or the training uh, we we just wave at each other as like friends and we continue we create every time we create a new family we create a new network and then uh, it is also amazing how uh, during another session, when people come, uh, I hear them saying, hey, hi, haven't seen you for a week. Well, one is in Lebanon, one is in South America, and they have never met face to face, and they may never meet face to face, but they are meeting and greeting us uh, as friends, say, hey, so good to see you. Yeah, it's very good and great. Yeah, uh, Jansaya, there is one more thing, many, probably many things. Um, I remember the time when psychodramatists uh, were uh, staying within their own community or within their own country. And I'm international, I'm European who lives and works in the United States. And still, uh, still, I have been feeling it that when I was in Europe, I didn't know anything about the American psychodrama. When I came to America, I became distant and, uh, and, and I didn't have chance to communicate with uh, European psychodramatists. At the time, before teledrama, I didn't know anything about uh, South, South American psychodrama. I knew from reading, I knew names of authors of books, but I, I never had chance to experience, to meet any of them. Didn't know anything about psychodrama in Asia or Africa or Australia. And I believe that uh, through teledrama, uh, I did, my team members did, and many other people. We started learning from each other. We, we started realizing what is different, what is the same, how we apply psychodrama in different ways in different countries, uh, how we utilize the techniques, for example, just role reversal. Uh, there are so many different ways of professionals applying role reversal around the world. So it connected, it connected the field of psychodrama and other action methods, uh, also playback theater, sociodrama theater of the oppressed. It connected us as professionals. Yeah, uh, it's also actually my vision. So that people in South America, for example, heard and met at least from audio with someone from Singapore and uh, African countries. Yeah, actually, um, last week I met with Sharmini. Um, I know Sharmini yeah. from Singapore. Yes. I know her. Yes. Uh, what, what I realized from your uh, story that uh, you were in some way lucky uh, to develop online uh, psychodrama smoothly and slow by adapting yourself uh, compared to people in last year in March. They needed to swim very yeah, fast. Correct. I had uh, time to warm up to the process slowly to make a step-by-step -step to experiment. And uh, most colleagues, uh, most colleagues needed real quickly to transfer their groups, their businesses, their activities online. Uh, sometimes I can imagine uh, that it may probably uh, they were anxious, are they doing things uh, in the right way? Is it safe? 
uh, it is so different. I have heard and I have been teaching all this year, all these months, uh, people to, to relax and to, to perceive the online work in a different way. Because uh, most of the people, at least at first, they felt like we are distant, we are not together. There are so many distractions. Uh, and the truth is that we are physically sitting in different places. You and I, we are approximately 10,000 miles away physically. But we are in the same Zoom room. We are in the same virtual space. And, uh, and we both have focused on what we are doing here. Uh, we are having this conversation. And, uh, and this is uh, the first step that, that everyone needs to realize that when we are in the Zoom room, we should do uh, exactly the same that we would do if we were in the physical space to leave away all of the distractions, uh, to, uh, to just uh, imagine that we are sitting in a circle and we are exploring the methods. Mm -hmm. uh, I want to go a little bit back. Yeah. And I don't know, I'm not sure, but I reckon that when you first came up with uh, idea of teledrama and online practicing, uh, it's hard for people to accept something unusual and new. So what kind of challenges uh, did you experience from maybe your colleagues or even society? It is interesting that you're asking this um, <laughs> because this morning in this uh, playback theater session that I attended, um, this was the exact story that I told. Um, the truth is that uh, very few people believed that action methods should and can be offered online. Uh, the truth is that uh, um, I was, I was a bit fearful uh, when I started doing it. And the reason was not that I didn't believe that this is possible or the right thing to do, but, but there, were, there were a lot of colleagues who, who didn't believe and they were even expressing it. They were reaching out to me to tell me that what I was doing was wrong, unsafe, uh, cannot be do, shouldn't be done, and uh, and I remember my very my first groups were uh, very small. Uh, uh, toward the end of the period before COVID, I I managed to 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 offer uh, larger uh, workshops. I managed to have already uh, groups, but it was still it was still something that most people were perceiving as uh, incorrect thing to be done. I remember myself uh, uh, thinking that if Dr. Moreno uh, was able to do it, that if he had internet and computer, he probably would have done it. Uh, those were initial thoughts and then I decided to do some research. Uh, to find out that, uh, uh, that I was right, to find out that Dr. Moreno wrote different things. For example, in one of his articles, he wrote about uh, telephone psychodrama. And he, exp <laughs> he, uh, he uh, wrote that the, the director, the psychodrama director can just call on the phone uh, somebody, uh, one person or a family, and ask them to do certain things. For example, uh, uh, to explain where they're sitting, what scene they want to recreate. So the director is only hearing their responses. When I read this, I, I was thinking, if Dr. Moreno believed that we can only hear uh, the, the people, uh, why, uh, why, why are we so afraid of, uh, of doing it on Zoom when we are also seeing each other? Uh, 
So in the same article at the very end, he wrote one sentence only, and it was that if the director, uh, if it was possible the director to also have some video, the effect will be even better. So that was in his imagination. It wasn't possible. There wasn't technology at the time for uh, a telephone with video, but it was in his imagination. And he wrote this article in the 60s of the last century. Oh, then, I wondered. Yes, yes. And then he also was doing a uh, 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 a psychodrama on television and he wrote about it and of course it is slightly different uh, psychodramas were uh, sometimes video recorded sometimes live and there was audience people who were observing in order to learn how to do it or what is psychodrama and and uh, so uh, one time I talked to Marsha Karp, that was before COVID. Uh, I invited Marsha Karp to come and to, uh, to uh, work within uh, Teledrama. And she was very excited. And I remember that first time when she and I talked about this. Um, and uh, we were on, on Facebook, we met on Facebook. And I told her I, that this is what I'm doing. And she asked a lot of questions. And so how about this? And how are you doing it? How are you seeing them? And then she was silent. And then she said, that is exactly what doctor told us. So Marsha told me the story of, again, in the 50s and in the 60s, Dr. Moreno uh, would tell his students that one day, people will be able to press a button on the television. Just, just one button on the television. But instead of seeing the picture, they'll be able to enter the picture. And, uh, and there was uh, an example that uh, I approximately will quote it, that a fisherman from Norway will be able to, to have psychodrama to work on the issues of his son with people in Turkey and Australia. Mm -hmm. And so we both were stunned. And she said, oh my gosh, that's what he was talking about. And I was thinking, oh my gosh, I was right that, that he would have done this because this is what we are doing. We click on link, not, we are not pressing a, a button. We click on a link and, uh, and we see each other and we can do psychodrama no matter where we are. It's truly amazing. It and is. I remember the saying that uh, after every hardship, there is easiness. So this may be your way. <laughs> And uh, now um, I believe that teledrama is, is much bigger. Maybe even you have your staff, right? Working with you, what's the size? Uh, yes, uh, so uh, I have uh, uh, 90 members at this time. Uh, so we are 10, uh, five of them are directors. Uh, so the, uh, it is more about decision-making, about what events to offer, because we offer many different events from trainings and support groups and uh, uh, personal growth, celebrations, uh, public social dramas, conferences, symposiums. And in addition to this uh, main 10 people, uh, we have many other uh, colleagues who participate in different projects. For example, uh, for example, there are several projects that are happening in Turkey. And uh, Hande uh, is, uh, 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 she's a team member of Teledrama, but she's coordinating other people in Turkey doing different projects. For example, uh, there were months of uh, several groups, support groups for helping the helpers, support groups for medical doctors, nurses. Uh, and that was uh, in, um, 
at the beginning of COVID. Uh, right now, they're working on a project for support groups for elderly people. And uh, so the same is happening uh, with people in other countries. So our network, our network has grown. In fact, uh, just in two weeks, we are celebrating uh, 10,000 friends network. Uh, in fact, it is more than 10,000 now. It is close to 11,000. But but uh, we are. Uh, uh, that is how we have called our celebration. Yeah, congratulations. Thank you. Um, yeah, teledrama is somehow became a very new and independent term. Uh, I saw on your website that you offer trainings or levels even to become not a psychodrama practitioner, but teledrama practitioner. That is correct. Yeah. Uh, what does it include in it? Uh, maybe I, I should say what teledrama means. Uh, it is uh, the way it is spelled. It is tele apostrophe and drama. And apostrophe usually uh, is uh, applied when something is missing. Just that in this case, uh, it is not about what is missing, nothing is missing. It is about what is uh, between the words of tele and drama. So, so to start with tele, we all know tele uh, coming from the Greek language means from distance. And tele also is a term, philosophical term created by Dr. Moreno, uh, uh, which is about how people connect. Uh, and, uh, and then drama, we all know that drama is action. So the apostrophe is for the different action methods and expressive arts uh, therapies that we are offering. Because I'm psychodramatist, uh, and this is the main, the main method that I teach. Uh, and of course, uh, the, the methods that are connected with psychodrama. So psychodrama, sociometry, uh, sociodrama, axiodrama. But then uh, uh, our institute also offers playback theater, theater of the oppressed, dynamic theater, uh, 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 dramatic multiplications, uh, psychodrama for individual therapy, social psychodrama or psycho sociodrama. So um, uh, family therapy, uh, we connect very often psychodrama with another method, for example, psychodrama and Gottman's method, or psychodrama and internal family uh, systems. Uh, also, we create new things, for example, the teledrama musicals with uh, our, team mem uh, uh, our team member, uh, Philip, who is a professional musician and a tenor. And, uh, and we created together teledrama musicals, which is exploring the story and the music uh, in a very interesting and very unique way. So, so that, is, uh, that is what is teledrama. Now, uh, back to your question about the certification. The certification in teledrama uh, uh, helps people to apply action methods online, only online. And uh, they, they with, uh, with our certificate, uh, they uh, can apply the methods only in the field of their competence. So, uh, so if somebody is a playback uh, therapist, uh, we cannot make them psychodramatists online if they don't know psychodrama initially. Uh, but we can teach them and certify them how to apply playback therapy, uh, playback theater online. So, uh, so. Uh, the program is very unique, very full. It, there are four levels, the certification program. Uh, level one, two, and three are for certified practitioners in teledrama. Level four is for a teledrama uh, trainer. 
and those who become certified uh, we also have uh, groups for supervision and those who become certified we support them we uh, we um, um, advertise uh, their work uh, we help them uh, even uh, we teach them even how to start groups how to do marketing how to how to be how to uh, how to offer something unique because today many people started offering to, before it was only teledrama now everyone around the world is offering all different modules online and that is wonderful so so uh how how to find a place uh we between all of those offerings uh and it is through uniqueness it is through uh, professionalism uh there are so many different details from uh from how to announce the workshop to how to uh to accept payments to how to send links to how to uh, communicate with the the people who are attending so uh yes so, that is what so you help to adapt right to online work and yes as you said uh it also requires not only some professional skills but also this technical um, issues like payment links and it's really affects how participants perceive in the course the more easy it is the more they're likely to come back uh, that is correct that is correct we have been less less now because people are learning but in the past uh, everyone who was registering for our uh, modules training modules uh, some of us on the team was meeting with them the previous week to work with them to help them how to join zoom how to adjust sound microphones speakers uh, so that is also very important and there are still people that feel uneasy anxious to to do something via zoom and uh and uh, this is part of uh, what uh, everyone who presents online needs to do is to help them to relax to help them to imagine that this is not that different than when we are meeting in the physical space to help them to feel safe uh, to help them to uh, to find a quiet place uh, to uh, without distractions to uh, of course it is very important uh, people to have internet and good internet in order the relationship the, I mean the communication to be uh, of high quality okay. and and uh, and something uh, our certification program something that is very specific is that um, we teach how how uh, because so we are offering action methods but sometimes because of the fact that we are sitting together uh, the action methods before a little bit more talkative it is like uh, we talk a lot uh, or there are a lot of PowerPoint presentations and a lot of teaching and less movement. So we teach that as well, how to use the space in everyone's room, uh, how to utilize different expressions, different movement uh, and what Zoom can offer to us as images and videos and ambiences and music mm -hmm. yeah great uh, but do you miss uh, offline work i definitely do i know that someday uh when that is possible uh, i know i will enjoy to uh, travel again and to offer uh, trainings uh, face to face uh, I will probably do that uh, less often than I used to, just because teledrama has become <clears throat> uh, my whole professional life. It is, it just keeps me so engaged, and and I believe that even after COVID, teledrama will be uh, here. Teledrama will be uh, 
uh, it wasn't created because of COVID. It will not end after COVID. But yes, I definitely miss seeing people and uh, and uh, physically hugging them and having uh, having fun after the sessions, going somewhere for a cup of coffee. I do miss this. Yes. Yes, these are precious things. Uh, you work with a lot of uh, topics uh, via psychodrama. You work with traumas, with family therapies, right? with parenting, with divorced parents, and also with dreams. Uh, among these many topics, uh, which topic you enjoy most? <laughs> I always enjoyed most working with relationships. I love sociometry. And uh, as sociometrist, I love working with, with relationships between people. Uh, I also always loved working with dreams. And uh, I, love, uh, I love teaching philosophy of the method. And philosophy philosophy of uh, the method psychodrama um, has been somehow ignored, but it is so important because uh, how can we understand what we are doing? How can we understand the method if we don't know the philosophy behind it? So those are just some of my favorite topics. And of course, as you said, many others. Yes. Another point that was interesting for me is I saw that you're doing social and psychological support for elderly people uh, over 70 plus. Uh, are these people um, in some care house and how do they connect with you? How do they perceive this kind of online support? They live in their homes. Uh, many of them are actually psychodramatists. Others are not. Uh, all of them are very active, uh, uh, very um, um, resist, uh, uh, very resilient, very um, playful, uh, and they truly enjoy uh, the opportunity to meet once per week with people at the same age, similar age, and and to share. Uh, to share how are they uh, dealing with the situation, um, what are their hopes, what, what have helped them the most during the past one year. Mm -hmm. I see. Great. Uh, yeah, we're having a quite interesting talk, Daniela. Uh, as a last part, I have Blitz questions. Uh, it's the same questions that I ask my every guest. Uh, first question, you as uh, from United States, from your perspective, how do you think, what is the condition of psychodrama in the United States? Uh, psychodrama in United States, uh, I have been always impressed with uh, how professional are the colleagues psychodramatists in United States. And uh, and uh, there in United States, psychodrama is um, uh, people can receive training in private institutes. Uh, and that is unfortunate that psychodrama is not, uh, there are no uh, uh, programs in the universities. There are some classes offered, but no programs in the universities. Uh, but there are private institutes for people to uh, pursue a training of uh, uh, 760 hours at least. And then there is American Board of Examiners, which is independent institution that examines all of the candidates. And so the training and the examination, the evaluation are on a really high level. With COVID, psychodrama has changed the way it has changed everywhere around the world. Uh, uh, colleagues have moved their uh, institutes, their work online. Mm -hmm. And um, so, so I, 
uh, I believe that uh, uh, psychodrama in United States is in a good place. I see. What is psychodrama for you? <laughs> hmm. It is um, it is one of the most important things that has happened and is happening in my life. Of course, the most important thing is my family, my husband and my son. Um, of course, of course, uh, uh, the next important thing is uh, my my friends. Uh, also my health, but then, uh, then probably comes psychodrama. And somehow psychodrama is connected with the other important things in my life because uh, my family respects my work and uh, they, uh, they have opened a lot of space for what I do. Mm-hmm. And uh, the same with my friends. So psychodrama, psychodrama is my professional life. Psychodrama is, uh, uh, is something probably what I have enjoyed the most uh, doing. I have, been, I have been a teacher in schools and professor in universities. Uh, I have been working other things as well, but... Uh, Psychodrama is what I always have enjoyed most. It is my happy place. Many of my friends, when they know that I'll have session, uh, they will say, oh, you will be in your happy place today. Nice saying, yes. And from your memories, when was the time and how did you feel as a protagonist for the first time? (laughs) Thank you for this question. Um, I lost my father very early in my life and I didn't have a closure because he died unexpectedly and I was never able to say goodbye and uh, years after years I was uh, I was uh, uh, keeping this uh, uh, intense grief inside in me and, and my, uh, my relationship with my father was extremely strong. And so, so then I remember this moment when I was able to, in psychodrama session, to be the protagonist and to sit in one chair and to have this empty chair uh, across of me and to invite my father to sit there. And uh, it was a very intense session and it, it seemed so real. And I remember uh, all of the tears and the feelings that I experienced. And, but in psychodrama session, I was able to tell my father goodbye. I was able to tell him all of those things that I didn't have time to tell him because of my early age. Uh, I was able to tell him how much I miss him and how much I uh, still feel him having uh, being in my life. uh, That I remember uh, all of those things that he has been teaching me to do. And uh, so it was very healing, very powerful session that I'll never forget. I'm touched and I believe it was very deep work for you back then. Thanks for sharing. And Thank you. Yeah, and last question. If you met with Morena, what would you say to him? <laughs> I would tell him, uh, Dr. Moreno, Thank you so much for creating this amazing method. Thank you for being able to look ahead of time to realize uh, how important uh, everything that you have created will be uh, even in the future. 
uh, thank you for working back then with emigrants, with marginalized groups, uh, and, and teaching us how to do it even today. And uh, thank you for changing uh, all of the field of all of the therapies <laughs> because, because before you, there was psychoanalysis, there was hypnosis. After you, so many other methods were created and I truly believe that they were created based on your methods. So you would show him your gratitude. Yes, yes, a deep, deep gratitude. Mm -hmm. And now I'm showing you my gratitude for uh, sharing your time and energy, um, for sharing your real um, private memories. Thank you very much, Daniela. Thank you very much, Jansaya. And uh, I'm so glad that you have started this wonderful uh, project and that you'll be able to uh, reach to so many different people who probably will be listening from home or from their car. And, uh, and you are also connecting people from around the world in this way. Yeah, hopefully. And have a nice day, have a nice week. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. I wish you good work. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. Bye-bye. You are the heroes if you listened until the end. And as you know, I do this podcast in a collaboration with Psychodrama Association for Europe. That's why next time we'll have a special episode with Hilda Goethe and Jakomen Ilbrink about the history, the foundation, early hardships of this association and how it developed and what is it now and some plans for future. Stay tuned. Bye.